Join me right now on Kumite TV is UFC lightweight Christos Yagos. What's going on, Christos? What's happening? What's happening? Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to uh, be a part of this. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, you're a guy that has fought tough, you know, tough, tough competition throughout your UFC career. You seem to not turn down any fights. When you see fighters picking and choosing opponents, what kind of goes through your mind? They're scared, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're trying to find an easy way to the top. Um, and that's cool, you know what I mean? I, I get it as like a business side, you know what I mean? You want to blow up, you want to get your name out there. But that's not the kind of guy I am. I got too much pride for that, you know what I mean? Um, I want to earn my, I want to earn everything, you know what I mean? I don't want anything given to me. So I take whatever fight because if I want to be the best someday, I want to be able to be everybody. So I don't turn nothing down. Anytime they offer me something, I take it. And even it doesn't matter where, you know what I mean? This is my fifth fight out of the country in a row because I'm just like, whatever, dude, let's do it. Um, they call me the Spartan. I go to people's land and I take over. Let's talk about your last fight last December, UFC Adelaide. You got a dominant win over Mizuto Hirota. You uh, said you wanted to make a statement. Did you feel you made that statement in that fight? I mean, so yes and no. Like, I came out there, I felt great in the beginning. And as soon as I dropped him in the first round, I got kind of excited and I wanted to finish it really fast. And I kind of, in doing so, I kind of had an adrenaline dump a little bit. And I trained really hard for that fight. And I seemed to be a little tired towards the end of the second round and third round. But um, still did pretty well. Um, I held my own. But, um, yeah, the first two rounds I dominated. I just I just had that. Like, my legs just felt heavy having that dump. And I had just to work through it. And, um, uh, I mean, I felt like I dominated the whole first round. I felt good. I felt like I made a statement in that sense. Obviously, he's a tough dude. He won the road to Japan. He was the toughest guy in Japan. And, um you know, I wanted to do more. I wasn't 100% satisfied, but I went out there and I got the job done. You know, I had my family come out. My sister lives in Australia, so, like, I had a little bit of the pressure. I was the favorite in the fight, so I, I knew I had to win. So, definitely, definitely a couple mistakes I, I got to fix, but um, I'll be better this next one. All right, let's get into those mistakes. You know, if you nitpick and self-analyze, what did you think? that you did not do very well in the performance? I just wasn't patient. You know, when I when I heard him, I kind of just exploded. I saw red and went for the finish. And in doing so, I held my breath and I just, my body had a dump. I got too excited. So next time I hurt somebody, I got to be, okay, you know what? He's hurt. Be patient. Because I've done that before. You know, I hurt somebody, I'm patient, and then I can finish the fight. But I just got too excited, you know what I mean? Coming off loss and you know the lights on you so i just got to learn how to be patient hold my hold hold my um what do i say the adrenaline you know what i mean uh, keep uh keep calm and just control control everything you know what i mean that's pretty much all i did i felt like and that the big mistake in that fight was just controlling my adrenaline and controlling my nerves and controlling all that if i can do that i can perform way better so but other than that i feel good you know my jiu-jitsu feels good my striking's on point everything's good it's just I couldn't do what I wanted to do because of the dump, you know what I'm saying? You're in the midst of your second run with the UFC. What differences do you see in yourself this time around? Just a lot better, a lot smarter. Um, I'm actually a lot more patient. I know it didn't happen last fight, but if you look at the Charles Oliveira fight, 
Um, the first round was awesome. I controlled it. I, you know, I, I hit him. I won the first round. He got me to the ground the second round. It didn't go my way, but um, just just try to just try to fix all my mistakes. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a lot smarter. I'm a lot. I'm older. I'm uh, way calmer sometimes, and just just trying to just be the best I can. You know what I mean? My striking's good. My jujitsu's good. Underrated. It's coming soon. Don't worry. And my wrestling's good. So I feel like. Everything is coming together all around now. You know, before I was young, I was naive. I wasn't, you know, I was letting the nerves get to me. So I just feel like I'm just overall just older and wiser. It seems like you've been ready to fight for a while, and you expressed that you wanted to get on a fight card stateside. Why did it take you so long to get matched up? Um, I actually broke my jaw in January. Um, I had fractured my jaw early January, so I was sidelined. They actually offered me a fight. I couldn't take it because I wasn't be healed enough yet um, in Russia. So um, I had to sit the sidelines, heal up a little bit, and uh, as soon as I was able, I told them, let's do May or June. They said May 1st, I mean June 1st. I was ready to go. So just that. It sucks because I hate waiting six months to fight. Um, I like to fight every three months. I like to stay active. But, uh, yeah, just, just just injury, you know. So hopefully I can turn one around really fast and hop on that Anaheim card next. <laughs> um, how did the injury happen and how was the recovery? Um, so, yeah, I was sparring at a gym and uh, some dude with, like, really thin elbow pads threw a hard spinning back elbow at the very end of the round, which is, you know, I don't think you should be throwing elbows that hard in training, but he cracked me. And it just fractured my jaw down. It was just a fracture. It wasn't broke. Um, and they said uh, it was only going to, I was wired shut for about a month. They took the wires out. And they said give it another like six to eight weeks. And I should be good. They said it's still maybe, it'll be a little spongy. So they gave me until about May. And then um, now it feels really good. I haven't had any problems since. How was that experience of having your jaw wired shut? You know, you can't really talk. Was it just terrible? Terrible, terrible. I wish that upon nobody. I lost 10 pounds. I mean, it makes weight cutting easy, I'll tell you that. But, um, yeah, you can't really, I mean, you talk like this, you know. Um, you get used to it, but you're just always hungry. You want to eat. You have to sip everything through a straw. You can't eat nothing. You have to blend everything up, like soups, protein shakes. As much as I was trying to drink, I was drinking everything I can, when I can, and I was still losing weight. So it was just tough man it's tough it's just a mental block especially like the last week you're almost there but you're like oh so it's tough it's tough and then when they first cut you off you have to eat soft foods because your teeth are a little loose and you're not ready so it was definitely a, a experience but i i took it as like you know what can i do sit and cry or go work out way working out hard I couldn't breathe that rope that well. I got I can't breathe out of this nostril. I couldn't breathe out of my mouth that well. So I made working out tough, but I just I used that as like a mental exercise. So always got to stay positive. Now you you're matched up. You know you're going to Stockholm, Sweden. Demir yeah. Hadzavik. Thoughts on him as an opponent? You know he's good. He's good. He's three and two in the UFC. Um, tough European striker. Um, I feel like my style, when he goes with guys who are very aggressive like me and guys who are, you know, hit heavy, he, um, 
Ken did not do as well, so I feel like I match up well against him. I just got to be careful. You know, he does have good striking, so I just got to, you know, stay safe and land the shots when I need to, and I can work my wrestling in. And I love when I fight guys who aren't like jiu-jitsu guys because I can use full MMA. And um, I got to just trust in my ground and trust in my striking, and you know, it's going to be a war. You know, it's a very good opportunity to get that bonus, so I'm going for it. It seems like you've been training at a few different spots around LA for your training camp. Where are the Where are you working at right now? So I do my um, I, I do my MMA training at One Jiu Jitsu with Jiva Santana. He helps me with some like Jiu Jitsu stuff, and um, we get full MMA training there because he has some guys who are really good in Jiu Jitsu. Some UFC guys come like Alex Perez, and then uh, we get I go to Black House as well. Black House MMA that's well known. I get like guys like Alan Jomon, Shamo Morales. You know, a lot of UFC guys go there. Anderson Silva pops in once in a while. So, Leota Machida is there right now. So, it's, it's really good. And, and then I, I get my striking done with Rod McIver down in uh, Studio City. He works at a gym. The Team Victory is what it, his gym's called. But the, the gym we train at is like a Team Bully Buster. But he's been my striking coach, man, for like six years now, five, six years. So, I just, just I drive out there to see him. I go to Irvine with Jiva, and then I go to Black House. So I got three places I go. When you got guys like Leota Machida and Anderson Silva popping in and training with you, and they're much bigger guys, when you spar them and you get some good good rounds in with against those guys, how much of a confidence booster is that for you? Oh, it's great. It it, it just it reinsures like your skills. You know, like going with Leota, I got to wrestle with him a couple times the past couple weeks, and. Um, Landed a few takedowns, which was good. You know, and he's hard to take down. And um, striking with Anderson never feels good because I felt like the whole time he could just kill me in any shot. You know, he's just so good and a lot bigger. But he's helped me out a lot. He gave me a lot of tips, and um, it's just it's good to have those guys behind you. You know, when you saw his fight, his last fight, and you know he got hit with that that leg kick and his knee gave out. Man, it was it was I was sad, man. In a way, like I was like, oh, yeah. is it over for Anderson? Because I still think he could compete against some of the best guys in the world. Absolutely, it just sucks because like all of his losses, the pretty much are kind of controversial. You know what I mean? The first time he got knocked out, he was playing around, whatever. He got knocked out. Then he goes and breaks his leg. Then he fights Bisbee, and I thought he won that fight. That's not fair. They let him stay on the floor for 18 seconds. And let him continue. So I thought that was kind of bullshit. He won that fight. The Nick Diaz one, he won, but then they took that away. And then this one, he hurt his knee. So it was just like, damn, dude, like, well, he, this guy can't get the break, you know? But he is old, and uh, it's uh, it's looking down on him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what is it called? Uh, father time, or yeah, father yeah. time. You know, it catches up with you eventually, right? Absolutely. Forty-four years old, man. It's tough. So. Um, Hopefully he's just he's done, you know. I mean, I, I can't see him. Like, he's one of my all time. He is my all time favorite. So it's. I hope he's just done. I hope he just puts his gloves down and just calls it. You know. His son actually trains with me. Um, I teach at a gym called System Training Center. His son Gabriel. He wants to start fighting soon. He's been training with us. I've been getting rounds in with him. He moves just like his dad. Man, it's gonna be really cool to see him go. Yeah, I think a lot of yeah. people are anticipating that. You know, when he comes out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, going back to your training camp, 
you know, who are the guys that you kind of brought in to, you know, emulate Demir? Or is it just like you're just focused on yourself and you're just training with the guys that you have? No, I got a friend, Marcos Bonilla. He's an MMA fighter, tall, good striking, long jab. I'm just trying to fight, uh, spar, and move with guys who are um, long. And uh, I feel like Demir is a little taller than me, a little long. So just, just trying to find guys that can simulate his style a little bit. Throwing knees, you know, he likes to throw a lot of knees. So just trying to find guys that simulate him. Always trying to find guys that imitate my opponent just so you can see it over and over again. But everything else, like jiu-jitsu, wrestling, that's just normal. You know what I mean? Always keeping sharp. You never know what to expect in a fight. So you got to always be ready for everything. Definitely. Now, I saw in another interview that you're you're implementing yoga, you know, on a in your weekly routine. How helpful is that? Um, I kind of fall off of that a little bit. But when I, I was doing it for sure like two, three times a week. And, man, it definitely helped out a lot. My shoulders felt great. I've been doing, like, yoga classes that with, like, a little bit of, like, stability work as well. My hips are feeling good. My kicks, my high kicks are amazing. And um, I'm definitely starting that back up, actually, this Sunday. So um, I, I really want to do it more. But, you know, I teach a lot. I work out a lot. The last thing I want to do is go do some more work. You know what I mean? I try to rest as much as I can. So, um, after this fight, hopefully I can take some time off of uh, work and, um, you know, have enough money so I can rest more so I can do things like yoga more and stretching and just taking care of my body all around, you know. Miles add up. And you only have so many hours in the day, you know. It's not like, you know, you're sitting with like a couple million dollars in the bank or or, or are you, you know what I mean? <laughs> no way, no way, dude. I'm, uh, I'm struggling. It's always a struggle. It's fight, the mm. fight life's more of a... I love sport, you know, so hopefully after this fight, I can renegotiate a new contract, hopefully start seeing some money, and then I can start, like, investing in myself. Now, do you see the UFC going to Greece? You know, like, is that is that a dream, you know? Like, come on, are they going? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. If they go to Greece, I for sure will be on that card. I will fight to the death to be on that card. Um, I got a lot of family in Greece, actually. A lot of followers that you know comment on my stuff that just follow me because i'm greek and um man if they go to greece shit i would love that i hope so you know what i mean that's where the freaking olympics came from that's where like warriors come from you know so it's like that'd be really cool if they ever did that you know? and uh, hopefully i can uh one day because we have a couple of greeks on, on the ufc now you know what i mean we got elias or the spart the other spartan you know yeah. He's just uh, he's coming off loss, but hopefully, hopefully they can make it happen. Definitely. One more, uh, one last thing before I let you go. You know, music and sports they go hand in hand. Could you give me a a peek into your playlist? You know, for training camp. Man, I'm a country. I'm a country guy. I like to listen to country music. Um, you know, I, uh, right now it's uh, just like Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean. Um, yeah, and then I, Immortal Dragons I've been listening to. That's actually my walkout song, Natural from Immortal Dragons. And I'm not picky, man. I don't even really have a playlist. I just kind of play the country station and just let it go. And just, just like Darius Rucker, yeah, the Zach Brown band. Those are my guys. So I really enjoy that music. It puts me in a nice, good mood. All right, man. Well, June 1st, you step back into the Octagon UFC on ESPN Plus 11, Stockholm, mm -hmm. uh, Sweden. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, good oh, luck to you, man. 
Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? Christos, the Spartan Yagos here, professional UFC fighter. You can catch me on Instagram. It's what I use the most. C, and then my last name, Yagos underscore UFC. So it's C, Yagos underscore UFC. I want to give a huge shout-out to my sponsor, Rebrands uh, USA. It's a CBD company. Just type in ReCBD. Check them out. They're launching soon.